0: Today, we talk with one of the most recent winners on the European Tour, plus Jordan Spieth assesses his chances at Augusta. And Nelly, Brooke, and Lexi, all coming up on the Fairways of Life Worldwide.
1: Welcome to the most listened-to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, Taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and golf channels, Mass Adams.
0: What is going on, folks? Welcome to the program on this Wednesday. Hope you guys are doing well wherever around the world you are joining us today, and it will be from around the world that our guests will touching will touch base today. First of all, in Texas at the Valero. Jordan Spieth had a chance to address the media, and we cut down his press conference from 22 minutes into just a few minutes here for your enjoyment and our education. Because for Jordan, it's about certainly Augusta, and is he Augusta-ready? We'll find out in the comments that he's about to make. But I guess the place to start with Jordan Spieth is the quintessential question, where's the game at right now? Yeah, I think definitely in a better place.
1: Feel really good tee to green. Um, trying to continue to progress and, and get that even better and tighter, especially with wedge distance control. You know, I've driven the ball really well the last couple, the last few tournaments on some pretty difficult driving golf courses. And uh, but for me, it's I mean I've got to get a lot of work in on my short game. So that's you know I've I've hit the ball better the last few tournaments than I did even on the West Coast. But um, just kind of lost a little confidence at the players after not seeing any putts go in and, you know, started to kind of feel a little bit better about it, um, throughout the match play, but, uh, you know, just got some work to do on my stroke and, um, and then just dial in, you know, some short game shots that I may just have kind of taken my mind a little off of with a lot of swing work. So, um, just fine tuning the short game is going to be kind of number one priority and any kind of technique work on the swing, try and Kind of get that out the next couple of days, and then spend the the next ten just in you know game mode, um, just similar to what I've done in previous years. But yeah, I mean I feel um, in a better place than the last leading into the last couple Masters. But you know you go there, it's gonna. I expect it to be a very different Masters than what we've seen in the last in the last couple. Um, rumors that I've heard already are that it's already firm and fast. You know two, three weeks out from the golf tournament. So, um, I think it'll play significantly different and I'm looking forward to that challenge. Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, when it's normally Monday for me, when I get there, drive down Magnolia lane, it's, it's like, for me, it's like, Oh, this is, it's go time. You know, it's almost like, regardless of form, regardless of, you know, if you just won or if you've missed the previous cut, it's, it really makes no difference to me when I, in, in my confidence level, when I pull into Magnolia lane, you know, it's just such a, such a unique golf course in that it's a lot of shot making versus, um, versus what you get in a lot of other places. And then the greens require just so much imagination. It's just, it almost just feels like a totally different game, um, sometimes there. And, you know, I've, I've had chances to win after, like I said, missing the cut in the previous week, like I think in 14 and 16. And I've come in off of a couple seconds and played well as well. So uh, it's, you know, I'm looking to to build up a little bit to be able to taper down next week as far as, uh, you know, amount of golf balls hit and amount of focus on technique um, so that when I get there, I can just kind of go through the, the gates and um, Magnolia Lane go down that first day and, and just say, all right, we're, we're here to play this week. I, I've played every time into the Masters. It wasn't, it's not like I feel like I have to do that. Uh, I just felt, you know, I'm in a good spot. Each tournament round, I'm, I'm gaining a little bit more confidence. I'm learning a little bit about kind of where things are at and on course repetitions are different than practice repetitions. And so if I I can just progress just a little bit that much quicker. So a lot of it had to do with kind of the state of where I'm at right now. um, And the idea that, you know, I feel if I can stay the course and just get my chipping and putting, you know, moving the right direction, then I can have a chance to win this week. And when you work your way into contention, um, that's where you start to then feel more comfortable each time you get into contention. And that's always a great thing leading into a major. So all that are, are goals. And, you know, the next couple of days is about doing what I can and practice leading into that and then go out there and play. You know, the only other kind of person in my age that that I can maybe relate to somebody who I talk to a lot is Justin. Um, and I know that both of us kind of just come out expecting to have a chance to win, you know, wherever we've played since we were 13, 14 years old. I don't think that's any different with any of these other young guys. And you saw. You know, some really young guys uh, in last year in, Nove- in the Masters in November have a chance to win. Um, with Sung Jae up there, I think Abraham answer up there, guys who had either played it once before or hadn't played it, uh, hadn't played the Masters. So um, I wouldn't be surprised going forward if you end up getting a first-time winner at some point or a number of young guys that are able to do it. It's a, I mean, it's honestly, it's a, it's a tough walk. It's one of the toughest walks on tour, so as much as that course takes out of you, you know, mentally just being there, being the masters, uh, physically it can be a, a toll too. So you'd think that guys that are kind of in their mid twenties would be, you know, in, in the best position physically. Um, but I mean, guys now are taking care of themselves to where, you know, I mean, look at, look at not to call Leo Westwood, you know, not in his mid twenties, but he's not in his mid twenties. And, you know he's able to compete week in and week out on very difficult tracks. So golf's just it's in a it's in a cool place right now. I think for a tournament like the Masters, somebody could be 21, 22 and win, and somebody could be you know 45 and win, um, and everywhere in between you could name off a number of players who going in you'd say yeah I wouldn't be surprised if that guy won. No, I mean I don't think I get ahead of myself. I think you know it's all in plan to peak for the majors. So I, it's it's certainly on my mind to be progressing towards something, but I'm trying to, I mean, the best way to prepare for next week is to win this week. I mean, there's that's the the most confidence you can gain out of this week is to win. So it's uh, looking forward to next week only drives me more for this week. So I don't, um, I don't think there's difficulty in letting my mind wander and having that effect in any negative way. In fact, if anything, it could only, you know, drive me to do a little bit more this week to taper off next week.
0: So we'll see what happens both this week and next week for Jordan to speak. Speaking of this week, Valero, Texas open press conference scheduled today. Scotty Scheffler will speak at 10 a.m. Joel Damon will speak at 1030 a.m. And Dom, I think, uh, can we tell the world that it looks like you landed our, our buddy Joel Damon? to join is what, tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken? How awesome is that? Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. The The reason why I was asking what day is because we're Joel is obviously coming on, on a competitive day and he was going to work it around his tea time, which is just a, another reflection of why this guy is so amazing. And so he's what, is he late tomorrow? Or is he early tomorrow? How, how did you work it out with him?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Big time now.
2: That's just, yeah, I know. I, you know, I, I'm surprised he even responded to me. I would think he'd delete me from his phone after getting Del- your group. <laughs> He's with Tony Finau and Cameron Champ, and um, he tees off in the afternoon tomorrow. I think it's like oh, okay. 12.50-something. This is central time, obviously. But he tees off early on Friday, too early uh, where I would even think of asking him because I think he tees off at 9 o'clock our time. Yeah. And he's going to be right in the middle of, of getting ready. And I didn't want to interfere with that. In fact, I didn't want to interfere at all. I told him, hey, let's just do this after the Masters or whatever. And he was like, no, no, let's, uh, I want to come on. So, okay.
0: <laughs> Dom is perfected. He's like the guy that will ask you if you're going to eat that last piece of pizza. Maybe even it's on your plate. And he'd be like, are you going to eat that? And be like, you're you're like, what? Do, what, do you want it? You, you can have it if you want it. And he's like... No, 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 I don't want it. I, was, I would eat it if you don't want it. And now all the the onus is on you. So he just did that to Joel. He was like, um, you don't have to come on. You know, I think we were the first media people that ever spoke to you, ever, about anything, ever. <laughs> but don't come on. That's not- don't come on. I, don't, I do not want you to come on in a day that you're actually playing. And Joel's like, no, Dom, it's okay. I can come on, Dom. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, that's, that's insane what you're I'm asking.
2: I'm confused. Are you, are you telling me... Is this a story about how Dominic's a really good producer or Dominic's a really bad
0: producer? <laughs> no, I don't think it's bad. I just think I it feel like shows... I you can go
2: either way here.
0: <laughs> well, no, it just shows the measure of the seat that has to be employed in, oh, in booking guests. So I'm
2: a liar now. That's, I yeah.
0: <laughs> We have, tomorrow is also the same day that we have World Golf Hall of Fame member on. And I can't even imagine what you said to, to, to that individual. It's and a bold-faced very...
2: lie. That's how I did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Come the secret to producing everybody. Just yeah, live. we won't even be live. But everything, all time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so revealed. All right, the ANA Inspiration uh, press conference schedule for today. 11 a.m. will be LPGA Commissioner Mike Juan. Has he given, Dom, um, have you actually heard a definitive date that he's going to, to flip the keys and, and say adios?
2: You know, I feel like there was a date at one point. In I
0: thought August. around August is what, what I remember.
2: Yeah, it's several months away, but I've got to find it. I think there was a date in one of the releases.
0: Okay. Uh, at noontime, Jin Young-Ko will address the media at one thirty p.m. in B Park, and then at 2 p.m., Daniel Kang will speak. At TourEdge.com, log on there when you get a chance. I got a really cool series of text messages this morning from our buddy Paul Eels. Eelsy, as you know, is a winner on the European tour. He plays on the on the senior circuit of the European tour. Now uh, he's a member of the European board and he was writing to me about tour edges, E X S product. remember that's a product that they make for really for anybody, but players of the highest caliber are playing it. And he said to me that he's been hitting that driver and he said, he's absolutely killing it. Remember they started playing golf again uh, in the UK and, or at least where he is in England and he was asking me more about TourEdge products, and, and I was telling him about the forged irons in the EXS that are beautiful, one being a blade and one being a cavity back. I was telling him about, about the wedges that went with it, and that's just that particular line within TourEdge. We've been talking to you extensively about the 721 line, both the C and the E models that are available there. A Tour Edge is on a roll. They absolutely are on a roll because they are producing beautiful product, and the the message that I love the most from TourEdge, aside from the fact that it's a lifetime warranty, which I I don't diminish by any means, uh, but the message is you don't need to take a leap of faith. We're not asking you to try TourEdge just to give them a try. Instead, everyone's saying, get fit. You deserve that. Get fit for the clubs that you play. Compare the clubs that you're interested in and compare all of it. And you'll be surprised how many times that the tour edge is the best performing. The fact that you'll save a ton of money with tour edge on top of it is only an added benefit that goes along with it. Tour com for more information on that. All right. So uh, yeah. What'd you find out about Mike Wanda?
2: So two different quotes. One says uh, yep. middle of the year and another says summer 2021. So close soon. Okay. I should say.
0: All months. right. Well, maybe we'll talk to him about that today. I'd be curious what Mike's, Mindset is now is he's getting ready to take over as the CEO of the USGA and the commissionership of the LPGA will go to question mark question mark We shall see how that plays itself out. All right, we're going to take a break here. Come back with more of the Fairways of Life show on this Wednesday morning. Still, Nelly, Lexi, Brooke, all waiting in the wings. We will get to that and more after this. Let me ask you a question. Are you in pain on the golf course? You know, pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people and 35% of golfers, but now we can do something about it. BioFit 360 is a new company here to help us manage and alleviate that pain naturally. They've developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and utilizes all of its healing properties to help us. They have a relief cream, they have gummies, they have sleep aids, and much more. It will change the way you feel on the golf course and in life. All you need to do is head to BioFit. At 360.com. Feel better, do better, be better.
3: Hi, I'm Brian Hammons. You Country Club members can now represent your club and compete in a Ryder Cup style event. The inaugural Country Club National Championship presented by Fuzzy's Ultra Premium Vodka. It's October 12th through the 17th at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. The field is limited, so don't delay. For more information, go to ccncgolf.com. That's ccncgolf.com. I hope to see you
0: and your team in Orlando. Streamsong is so special with three top 100 U.S. courses designed by four legendary architects. Tom Doak's blue course, Bill Corr and Ben Crenshaw's red course, and Gil Hansen's black course, secluded by thousands of acres. The greatest golf stories are lived, not told. DreamSongResort.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Wednesday. Delighted to have your company from wherever you're joining us, around the United States, from around the world. BridgestoneGolf.com. Log on there and make sure that you are playing the right golf ball for your game, considering the fact that most people will play any golf ball they find anywhere, in the mud, in the pond, under trees, someplace. Do you know that golf balls that... The cover is pervious. You have about 24 hours if a golf ball is in a wet area that it will start to impact the density of the golf ball. It's it's rubber. And it's amazing to me how many golf balls people pick up at the, like, maybe it's one of these places that refinishes golf balls. It matters where that golf ball was found. So why don't you find out which golf ball is right for you and ensure that you're playing the perfect golf ball for your game? You can at BridgestoneGolf.com. Maybe it's the new E12 golf ball or maybe it's one of their Tour B models with the incredible reactive urethane cover that they have on those golf balls. You don't have to choose anymore between whether it is a distance golf ball or whether it will be a spin Golf ball, uh, com. All right, so as promised, the ANA Inspiration is this week, the season's first major championship. A Nelly Corda is first up in our queue, and for Nelly Corda, let's start by just asking, how are you feeling coming into this major?
4: Pretty good. You know, the golf course, I played it yesterday. Um, it's playing really firm, So, but overall, I feel pretty good. My body feels good, so hopefully I'm in for a good week.
5: I was going to say, you're coming off a couple of top ten finishes in 2021, and, of course, your win back at the Gamebridge LPGA. How confident have you been feeling in your game as of late?
4: Yeah, I mean, I put a lot of work into it um, over the off season, so it just feels good for it to pay off. But um, my coach is out here this week. I'm kind of working on my swing a little. I felt pretty uncomfortable with it, actually. I've been working on it all season. So um, it's a process, but, um, yeah, I'm – Hopefully, you know, I'm on the right track.
5: (laughs) You're saying you're uncomfortable in your swing, but then we see these incredible performances as well. What are you working on and why now?
4: I just, it's actually crazy because it's a swing plane, um, which is, I feel like it's one of the hardest things to kind of change, especially during like tournament golf, because you don't really want to think about your swing plane at all. So it's something I work through on Monday to Wednesday and I don't really try to think about it from Thursday on because um, when you get technical out there, it can take you to some dark places. <laughs> <laughs>
5: but on top of that, what was it like being able to have another top ten finish at the Kia Classic? And what was it about Avi- Aviara that uh, brought out the best in your game?
4: Actually, I'd, I have not played Aviara since my rookie year, so I have not been back in a while. And I don't usually play golf course PO golf courses just because I'm a Florida girl and the bumpy greens, you know, before a major, the last thing you want to do is lose a little bit of confidence on the putting green, but I played well and hopefully I can take that into this week.
5: So you said you played this course, you're feeling confident in your game. What's different maybe about now than the last time we saw this course in September?
4: Um, I think the grass and the firmness of greens last year they were definitely a little softer, so you could spin in. You can come in with longer clubs and hold the greens. And I played the back nine yesterday, and it was very hard to hold number 17. So those par threes or those holes that you're coming in with, like, longer clubs, it's definitely going to be a little difficult. And I think it's gonna, you're going to have advantages to hitting it long out here
5: last year in 2020 we saw you in contention here at ANA um, it was a pretty good week for you being able to come up in that second place position but do you ever think about that experience of being in such contention at a major championship when you know you're going through your other times of contention over the past few events
4: I've always said that you know when you put yourself into those positions I feel like you get more comfortable being in those in the future and I've said this so many times but the more I put myself into that uh, position, the better, so I feel like the more the more I get out of each kind of time I put myself into that position, I feel like the more I grow as a player
5: definitely, and you know this is the fiftieth anniversary of this major championship. it's got a lot of history, a lot of traditions. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be a part of the fiftieth anniversary here um, as someone who has uh, done quite well here in the past?
4: yeah, it's amazing, honestly i we all love coming here. And unfortunately, the past two years, we haven't had fans, but um, the atmosphere here is always great. The views are great. And as you said, the history, too. So it's, you know, it's like I've always said it's kind of like the masters for us in women's golf. So it's definitely something you as a professional golfer, you want to win. All right,
5: I'll open it first to questions behind me. Um, but before I do that, if you do have a question on the call, please be sure to utilize the chat function. Uh, but here we'll open up first to Bethan.
4: Yeah, so what specifically did you learn from last year? What was your takeaway? Um, just in those, I mean, anything can happen <laughs> pretty much. Mm-hmm. If someone's got it going, they have it going. Um, I wasn't really disappointed last year. Um, I played well. You know, there's nothing you can do. I mean... Um, she played, re- Miriam played really well, um, on the last day. Um, but I think just in those high pressure situations, there were a couple of shots going down the stretch where, you know, that adrenaline kicked in and I was starting to fly my, uh, irons a lot further than I normally would. So mm-hmm. situations like that. So 18 obviously has a very different look. Uh, how are, how are you finding, uh, Finding it with no wall and no grandstand, what will your strategy be? Very different. Um, it's you're definitely going to think about going for it. <laughs> I hit like a I hit a six iron in just short of the green, and it rolled up to the middle. And then I also tried to hit like a little five yesterday to land it middle of the green, and it went over. So it's definitely going to be very hard to hold. Mm. And the it's definitely an island green, so it's going to be <laughs> hard to hold. Do you like it? Um. Undecided. I mean, I wasn't a fan of last year, how close they put it to the green. I feel like in the past years, those palm trees were definitely in the way, like people were chipping around them. Mm -hmm. Um, It's different. I know in the past, this is how they used to play it, as an island green par five. We'll see. I mean, we'll see how I like it during the tournament, if it's good or bad. We'll get back to you. Yeah.
3: when you come here what is it about this golf course that you get excited about is it you can let go with the driver or is it
4: yeah I mean I feel like there's an advantage to hitting it long out here for sure because again like how firm it is it's usually always firm last year was soft and you have to hit it good off the tee you have to hit decent shots into the green and You get rewarded for good shots, and I feel like accuracy pays off really well. You just have to be consistent throughout your entire game here.
0: Nellie Corder, addressing the media from the ANA Inspiration. Uh, In terms of the airtimes for the ANA Inspiration, let's start there today. Uh, Starting tomorrow at noon Eastern time on golf channel. You can find the coverage. It will go until 4 PM Eastern time. It's important to note this because it plays into PGA tour coverage, which I'll talk about in just a second, noon to four Eastern time tomorrow for the start of the ANA inspiration. Then they come back on the air again at 7 PM Eastern time tomorrow, and they go all the way up until 9 PM, which I'm excited about because we are going to have live golf well into prime time on both Thursday and on Friday. In fact, All weekend, but the Thursday and Friday air times are the exact same 12 to 4 on Golf Channel, and then we'll have it back on the air on Golf Channel again at 7 p.m. Eastern Time each of those two days. On the weekend, coverage will start at 5 p.m. on Saturday. 5 p.m. on Sunday, and once again, it's going to go until the conclusion of play, which is estimated to be right at 9 p.m. Eastern Time each of those two days. In fact, each of those four days. So great golf right into prime time, particularly if you're watching this on the East Coast or if you're watching us uh, perhaps in Europe about the airtimes of the ANA Inspiration. As to how it plays into the airtimes of the Valero Texas Open, that puzzle will come together for you right here. Thursday, coverage of the Valero Texas Open comes on Golf Channel at 4 p.m. Eastern time. You remember? Noon to 4 for the ANA. Then at 4 p.m., you've got PGA Tour. That goes up until 7 p.m. 7 p.m., the major at the ANA kicks back in again. Same time. On Friday, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Golf Channel, and then on the weekend, it's split between us and us. Uh, we start at 1 p.m. on Golf Channel, and then we go at 3:30 p.m. to NBC. Sunday, 1 p.m. on Golf Channel, 2:30 p.m. Uh, it switches over to NBC. You can also watch the coverage week in and week out. In fact, uh, on the PGA Tour, on PGA Tour Live, uh, and they did announce recently. Uh, that they're going to get into more and more events where they literally will show you every shot. You, you can see the direction that PGA Tour Live is going. It is quite exciting. So Thursday from 8.15 a.m. Uh, will be the featured group coverage. Uh, Dom, uh, do me a favor and pull up the featured group coverage or the featured groups for me as well. I know, know you mentioned that earlier. That's why I want to throw it to you on that. Friday at 8.15 a.m., as well, will be featured group on Saturday. It'll be st- a featured groups still starting at the same time at eight fifteen, but at three thirty they'll have featured holes. A uh, Sunday at eight fifteen will be featured groups, and two thirty will be featured holes for uh, PGA Tour Live. Now, PGA Tour Live is distributed by NBC Sports Gold through the balance of twenty twenty one. Featured groups, Dom.
2: Yeah, you can see if you're watching on the TV side. Andrew's got it up there for you. You can see, I'll start with the bottom left there. Tony Fino, Cameron Champ, and our man, Joel Damon. Who will, Valero, Very, who will be on the show tomorrow? Valero, Texas Open. Who will be on the show tomorrow? Assuming I haven't lied about all of this. Oh, <laughs> you, yeah.
0: Phil, Are you going to eat that?
2: Phil Mickelson, Matt Kuchar, and Hideki Matsuyama. Gary Woodland, Ricky Fowler, Scotty Scheffler. It'll be interesting to see uh, kind of the headspace Gary Woodland is in. Because remember, he had, he had that positive COVID test and had to withdraw... And, you know, you've got the quarantine period and all that stuff. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where he is. And then Ryan Palmer, Corey Connors, and Jordan Spieth, who we just heard from.
0: Dom, let me ask you an honest question because you just reminded me of something. His, his real know, name, I incidentally, answer, honestly,
2: folks. I'm such a liar, you know.
0: That's right. He's, his real name I is Domenico. I Go ahead. Ask your question. Domenico <laughs> Scarato. That's right. Here's my question. If you were having dinner with someone you really didn't know them that well, and you, you were in an Italian restaurant, one you love. And you got two different dishes. Would you it, maybe you'd pick up because they always give you multiple forks? Maybe you'd pick up a clean fork. But would you dig into that person's plate and go, "Let me try that"? Would you think twice about it?
2: Complicated question with a complicated answer. I would. Most not people dig be like, right "No, that's so gross. Plate. I would never do that." I would not dig right into their plate right away. I wouldn't be like, "You're like, oh, here's your lasagna and here's your chicken." I'd be like, "Oh, look at that." I wouldn't do that. But. After I've been eating my sure. lasagna for a little bit, I would totally want to try their food, but I would ask before I do it. Oh, well, this lasagna's really good. That chicken looks good too. Can I have a bite of that chicken? <laughs> it takes us right so back to where just we were before. Shove my fork over there and start eating, but I would totally be like, well, "Those french fries. Man, never seen french fries like that. Can I try one of those?"
0: <laughs> How long did it take your wife Rebecca to be cool with the fact that you probably were going to jam your fork into her plate at some time?
2: Let me think about that. Oh, I don't have to think about that. Never. She's still... Really?
0: She's against it? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you a story.
2: Considering we're doing stories right now. Here's a story for you. In her family... It's the get to know Dama. Everybody eats their own food, which makes sense, right? How barbaric. Yeah. (laughs) But with my family, that is really weird. For example, if you go to a restaurant and someone gets the chicken... And I'm You're with, in like, there. the five people in my family. Chicken is off the table. The chicken has been purchased. Everybody else must get something else. Because oh. as soon as the food comes, we're all just eating each other's food. So you get to try everything. We get excited because there's, like, eight people at the table. We're like, great. We get to try eight different dishes on this menu. And then we all share what's there. But her family, it's like, I think I'll have, uh, I'll have the salmon. Me, too. I'll have the salmon. I'll also have the salmon. I'm sitting there like... What is wrong with you? You can't all get the salmon? It's ridiculous. What a waste. What a waste of going to a restaurant. And then the salmon comes, and I'm like, I can't try any. It's all the same. This is terrible. This is what a terrible decision by this family.
0: And, so they're uh, normal,
2: and we're, a nat, we're abnormal, is really what it comes down to.
0: This is where the announcer's voice should come in and say. And Dom's relationship was never the same again. PGA Tour Superstore dot com is where you can see all of the new products that are absolutely pouring into the golf industry right now beautiful products with beautiful technology. Uh, Hopefully, you'll have a chance to check it all out. But I think what's even more important than that reality is the reality that when you shop at a PGA Tour Superstore, you're working with the industry's experts. That's why they are the number one golf retailer in America, because when you purchase there, you know that what you have just invested in emotionally as well as financially is what is going to be best for you and your game. It's not just about a salesperson trying to sell you a unit. It's amazing to me that some of the other biggest sellers of golf equipment in the United States are not staffed by experts. They're staffed just by people that would go, uh, yeah, okay, Oh you can buy that. That's not the case at the PJ Tour Superstore. They're going to make sure that it is fit and it is right for you. So have some fun with it. Go online. Check it all out. You can shop there safely if you want to. You can pick it up curbside if you want to. Or you can shop safely within their stores because they go to extraordinary lengths to make sure that they are the right place to be. So, too, is the Fairways of Life show. We will be back with more of it after these words. And we're going to go back out to the ANA Inspiration where we're going to hear from even more of the players, including Lexi and Brooke, about their thoughts heading into the season's first major. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses, and they're all in one place... Experience. Log on to BoeingGolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf capital.
2: Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone
0: What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with thegolftravelgroup.com.
3: It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the all-new Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try the new Tour B, the Tour Ball, reinvented.
0: Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear, and where you get your golf gear matters. PJ Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PJ Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGA Tour Superstore.com to upgrade your game today. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Wednesday as we're getting you ready for all the golf that lies in store, including a major. Uh, so let's open up with Lexi Thompson, when she addressed the media at the ANA where I guess the first question for Lexi is, it's a place that she has been able to make a mark.
6: Oh, I feel How great. Much mark? Um, you know, it's great to be back at the A&A Inspiration. Brings back a lot of good memories just being here. And the course is definitely in the best shape that I've ever seen it. So I'm just excited to start the week up.
5: You're coming off some pretty great momentum with the T2 finish last week. What was, what was it about the Kia Classic that really brought out some of the best of your game?
6: Uh, you know, that's a golf course I don't really get to hit a lot of drivers on. It's a lot more placement, so a lot of two irons and three woods off the tees. But um, but I played well. I just, I've been working extremely hard in my off weeks, so just seeing that hard work pay off, that's what all of us athletes want to see, um, all of our hard work going to work. And um, it was just a great week. We had good weather, so that always helps, and it came together for me.
5: With a couple of off weeks before the Kia Classic, what mm-hmm. were some of the things that you were working on?
6: Everything. Um, my mental game my game in general but a lot of short game I put a lot of work in on my chipping and putting hours a day and just really making sure that my ball striking was more consistent that's what I've been working on the most with it Um, worked a a few lessons with Martin Hall so um, definitely helped out there and I don't know just keeping things simple but at the same time just trying to improve on little things
5: have you worked with Martin before
6: or Um, I haven't I just started a few months ago so I've seen him about two or three times now (laughs) (laughs)
5: Well, definitely the performances. I I feel like we can see some difference there. Oh, thank you. Well, with that, you know, this is um, the first major championship of the season. You have some really great memories here. It's the Mm -hmm. 50th anniversary. You know, what what is it like as a past champion to kind of revisit some of those memories as we celebrate the 50th edition?
6: it's incredible just to come back here to mission hills i have a lot of great memories here but i also played in this event when i was an amateur as well so i go way back but it's just a special atmosphere unfortunately we don't have fans out here but it's just very relaxing to come here we usually always have good weather it might get windy sometimes here and there but um it's just a blessing to be out here the golf course is great shape and the history tradition it's kind of like the women's masters for us it feels
5: you're not the only one to say that now also <laughs> said that, but I believe this is your 12th ANA inspiration or double yeah, digit probably. number in some way. <laughs> what does that mean to you just to be able to continue with such great play leading into this week mm-hmm. um, over the last couple of years that
6: you've been here? It's crazy. You think that this is my 12th? It probably is. Um, and, it's just great to be back. Um, I always have a smile on my face when I come back here driving in, and um, but bringing good play into it. I've been playing well, but, you know, it's a new week, so I'm just going to go into the week with a positive attitude, knowing that I've put in the work and do my few practice rounds and making sure that I know everything on the golf course and get me ready for Thursday.
5: When you're able to see those results like we did, at, like you saw at Kia, what does that do for your confidence leading into the season's first major?
6: It does a lot for my confidence, but I think anybody's in general, just knowing that you've put in the hard work and dedication and see it pay off under the gun and under pressure and everything. So it's just great to see, and it just makes me want to continue to work even harder to hopefully win and just see the results continue to improve.
5: All right, with that, we'll open it up to some questions here. Larry?
3: Uh, This golf course was a lot different the last time you saw it in September. It was hotter and it was smokier, but it was also... uh, different grass and different uh, firmness. Mm -hmm. Are you happy to be back to where it's supposed to be?
6: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I definitely am. Uh, The golf course is just so healthy right now. I mean, it was in great shape in September, don't get me wrong, but it's just way more green, way more healthy. Just um, it's definitely meant to be at this time of the year, I believe. But we have some great weather, and this is probably the best I've ever seen the golf course shape-wise. So I think we're all just very looking forward to being out here this
3: week. I know in September they had to keep the greens a little softer Mm -hmm. because of the heat yeah the water uh they're a little firmer again this week Mm -hmm. Uh, particularly on 18 with the without the wall there uh is that going to be a decision shot for you out in the middle of the 18th
6: yeah it will um depending obviously when they have the tee back i don't won't be going for it especially with this win with it being into but once they move the tee up if i get into a good number um but i always said i hit four iron in today and i imagine that the tee was up um and just placed the ball there and it stopped but it has to be a really good
3: number for me to go for it did you aim at that wall last year or was it just in your way did i aim at what the wall last year on 18 oh
6: no I mean, I probably just pulled it. No, because I always just try to hit the green. I I wasn't trying to backstop it. But, um, but no, I I think it's just an amazing finishing hole. Um, Unfortunately, we don't have the fans there, like, basically on top of us on the green. I think that's what I enjoyed most about it, not so much that it was like a backstop, but just having the fans and feeling the excitement and energy from them. I just absolutely love that.
3: And that's actually my last question is... Mm -hmm. When you come here and there aren't any fans, what's the one thing you notice about it? Is it just the the cheering or the rooting for you?
6: When the fans are out here? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would honestly say that because even when I struggled out here on the few holes, they're always behind me, always saying, you know, keep it up. And they're always just so positive. You can just feel the energy off them. And there's always a ton of people out here supporting us. And you can just tell they're true golf fans. So um, hopefully we'll be back to that soon.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Lexi, you're... uh... You're 49 under par over the last five years here, 13 strokes better than the next, the, your closest competitor. <laughs> Who comes up with that stat? <laughs> Justin Ray did. Okay. Justin, Justin <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I would imagine the way that you perform out here would translate to a win sooner than later in, your, in how you perform would you
6: agree uh i mean i'd hope so you know honestly all of us want to go in and try to win every tournament that way tee it up at but i'm just going to take one shot at a time focus on just having a good time out in the golf course i've been working hard on my mental game and just being more relaxed out there and hopefully that helps me out more than anything Um, i know i've put in the work physically on my game and everything so just letting it go and letting my true talent show um is what i want and you know if that comes out to a win great if not i'm going to continue working Mm
1: how do you how do you um deal with a major championship pressure week now versus maybe earlier in your career
6: um I would say earlier in my career like when I didn't play as much as a full schedule I think there was a little bit more pressure on the majors just because you know major championship Mm -hmm. I didn't I wasn't playing too much so there was a lot more pressure on that aspect of it but into every tournament I have the same mindset like of course like I want to play well I want to win every time I tee it up Um, but majors, yeah, the golf course is a little bit more difficult, usually set up a little bit, um, more difficult and requires more thought process, but same mindset. So that's what I'm going into this week with.
5: All right. With that, we're going to open it up to some questions via zoom. Zephyr, I know you have a question if you'd like to unmute yourself.
2: Uh, Lexi, whenever you're playing a course
4: and the weather is supposed to be hot and dry, how does your fitness and nutrition routine change?
6: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, You know, I drink about a water every hole or two holes out here, so I'm drinking a ton of water. It's super important. And when I get my rounds going, I'll make sure to eat every two, three holes. Um, Doesn't really, I do that normally, but when it's super hot out, it's just drinking a ton of water, Uh, like probably almost double the amount here with how hot it's going to be.
5: All right. Thank you for that one. Um, Again, if you have any other questions, feel free to let me know um, in the chat here. Um, But as we begin to wrap it up, Lexi, you said it before, but you have such special memories of this place, the work that you've been putting in. What would it mean for you to be able to win a second time here um, at the 8A Inspiration?
6: It would mean the world to me. Um, You know, this place has so much history and tradition behind it, and jumping into Poppy's Pond is my favorite memory of my career, Um, jumping in there with my family. So... I hope to do it again um, sometime, uh, and it's always my goal coming into this event. I just absolutely love it. So, of course, I want to win, but everybody else does, so I just have to focus on my game and see where that takes me.
0: I remember when she jumped into what they call Poppy's Pond. It's not really a pond anymore. I, I think back in the day when Amy Alcott jumped into it, it was a pond. There were critters and things moving out of the way when, the, when these bodies came splashing. in. Now it's kind of a pool. We have a yeah, was it, uh, who's, who, it was who's, no, 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 it was their mom. It was their mom broke their leg jumping in the poppy's pond. Well, that's why I get nervous when you see the guys diving in there. That's, yeah, it looks like one of those Olympic platform divers and it, there's just no room. So you got to, uh, hopefully they should send out a memo or something. We have a pool and a pond. All right. When we come back, in fact, not when we're going to come back. I'm going to do it right now. Let's hear from Brooke Henderson in terms of what she's thinking about. And obviously, you're thinking about the fact that majors are different than everything else. But this one is special because it starts them all.
7: Here, it's just a different atmosphere. And it's just incredible, um, you know, to see Poppy's Pond, see Dinah's statue, the Wall of Champions. Um, it's just an incredible feeling. And the golf course is in amazing shape. And I'm really excited, especially coming off a great finish um, just like six months ago uh, at this golf course. I'm really looking forward to getting back out
5: there and hopefully uh, starting off where I left off. You're also coming off a T10 performance, uh, I believe, at the Kia Classic. What was working so well with your game um, in the week? leading up to this?
7: Um, yeah, you know, I was really happy to get the top 10 finish. I, that course has never really been that great to me, so that was definitely a confidence builder to get the top 10 there. Um, I just feel like my game is in a really good spot right now, which is really nice, and I feel like Brit and I have been working
5: hard on a few things, and it's nice to see it paying off. What are some of the things that you've been focused on, maybe improving a little bit more heading into major championship season?
7: Um, you know, always just working on consistency and just trying to get a little bit better every day. Um, for me, especially, you know, working on my short game um, has always been a big thing, and, you know, I've been working with my putting, and I feel like last week I had, you know, a few days or a few holes where I was putting really, really well, um, which, again, is just a big confidence booster, and, you know, hopefully you can keep it going. Are you working on more of the consistency with putting, or...? Um, yeah, you know, it's always, um, not been a letdown, but you know, some weeks where I don't play as well, it's definitely usually the cause. Um, so, you know, just working on a few things, especially on like 10 feet and then, um, just being a little bit more, I guess, just trusting, um, in myself and trusting our reads.
5: You've had some spectacular finishes here. You finished T2, uh, disappointing with the playoff of course but what did you learn about yourself you are a major champion you've been in contention at major championships before but having such a great finish just six months ago what do do you ever think back on how you can improve that this week You know, it's just the best feeling
7: to be in contention on a major championship on Sunday afternoon, Um, you know, playing against the best in the world on great golf courses. And, you know, just to have that feeling of adrenaline and that that rush of energy um, coming down the stretch is always great. So, you know, hopefully I can start off Thursday with a great round and put myself in contention on the weekend. And um, I definitely think having won a major championship, it it makes the nerves a little bit better, Um, but they're always going to
5: be there. And, you know, you just... You just want the opportunity, and that's all I'm looking for. We've got some differences this year, especially with it being the 50th anniversary, going back to the Island Green. Um, Were you able to play that in your practice round today, and what were some of your thoughts there? Um, yeah, no, it's, it's cool, um, especially, you know, this is how it started out. So
7: to go back to that, um, it's pretty neat. Um, definitely makes the hole a little bit different. Um, you, you can't necessarily just go for it. As soon as you have three wood in your hand, you kind of have to think about it a little bit more. Um, and it's definitely a little bit more risk and reward. So um, I'm excited, and, you know, I think if I can get hybrid in my hand or seven wood, then I'll definitely be going
5: for it. A lot of people we've had in has have said that this is probably one of the best times they've ever seen this golf course. Would you agree?
7: Um, yeah, absolutely. It's in amazing condition. The greens are really nice. They're a little bit firm right now, but hopefully they will soften up a little bit. But, you know, just overall, it's, um, it's really great. So the course staff
5: uh, really deserve a round of applause. With that, I'll open it up to, to some questions behind me. I'll start with – oh, Steve.
3: Okay. Uh, Rick, you always play well on tough golf courses. What is it about playing difficult major championship golf courses that appeals to your game?
7: Um, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, th- I think maybe just the challenge of it. And sometimes I think when the courses maybe get shorter and easier, I don't focus as much. Um, sometimes when courses are tougher and tighter, uh, I seem to um, narrow in the focus and my tee shot lines a little bit more, um, which I think is important. And, you know, I'm just – really excited to be playing in major championships and having the opportunity to be in those final groups and you know having the opportunity to possibly win is really cool and really exciting and I'm just trying to you know make the most of it.
1: And you, you mentioned your putting. You putted really well over the weekend, particularly on some greens. you a little suspect anyway. So, and your speed looks really good. So, Oops. is the is the confidence coming back? Where are you with that?
7: Um, yeah, I would definitely say it's uh, coming back, which is great. And um, you know, anytime that I've won or I finished near the top, my putting. Um, always really helps me out and it's I putt really well it's just kind of those weeks where um I'm struggling a little bit and things aren't going my way then I kind of lose confidence and usually the first thing to go is the putting um so you know just trying to work on that a little bit um but you know I'm definitely coming off um like you said last weekend I was putting a lot better um which was nice and so hopefully I can just keep going this week
1: and I know we you talked about the playoffs and they're always a little bit of a crapshoot. shoot but are you, are you confident coming back in this week and do you feel like you got something to prove given what happened in
7: September? Um, Definitely a little disappointed on how I finished last year, um, for sure. Um, But Miriam played great and was a great champion. Uh, I just wish I would have maybe performed a little bit better in that playoff, but I played great on that Sunday afternoon. So I think, you know, for me, it it just gives me maybe a little bit of inspiration and maybe a little bit of momentum coming into this week.
0: All right. So Brooke Henderson addressing the media. Pretty interesting last comment that she made there about using last year's playoff loss potentially as motivation for this year. Now, Dom, I will tell you, it, first of all, it was Stacy Lewis's mom that broke her leg jumping into Poppy's pond. But you also told me for clarity, the audience never heard you. You forgot to turn your microphone. So all they heard was me babbling away incoherently in half a conversation.
2: Yeah, but that's normal. That's like, that's <laughs> what we do every day. <laughs>
0: nothing special about show. that. And that's I had nothing years. really to
2: add anyway. I was just waving my arms going, the pool's too shallow. That's, not, that's, <laughs> that's all you missed, folks.
0: Oh, all right. Fair <laughs> enough. There you have it. Uh, what you did miss today was hearing from some names that very well could be defining that week that lies in store. And perhaps the week of next week in Jordan Spieth will let you guys be the judge of his mindset heading into Augusta National. I think it sounded pretty strong. Dom just told me he gets his vaccine tomorrow. Which one are you getting, Dom? Do you know?
2: I don't know. They don't tell you. You just kind of like sign up and then they're like, "Okay, show up at this time and place." Good. And then you show up and they go, "Here's your vaccine." I cool. don't know what I'm getting. I'm pretty sure it's not the Johnson and Johnson though because in North Carolina, I don't think they've gotten their shipment of that yet.
0: So it's one of the Okay. Well, maybe they'll get their shipment together. All right, so Dom's going to get his vaccine. We'll have more about that, I'm sure, tomorrow, because tomorrow we've got a massive show planned for you. We will be speaking with our friend Joel Damon. Yes, in the day that he will be teeing up, he's going to be teeing up first with us to talk about the reaction to his victory. And then after that, we will be joined by a multiple-time major champion and a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame. It will be a very special interview. I can assure you we've spoken to this individual many times in the stories are absolutely amazing, and I'm talking about stories that go way beyond whether or not you can make a five-footer to win a major. Can you have a story that goes way beyond that? You'll hear it tomorrow, so we're looking forward to it. Pete Collins is going to be joining us before we wrap up the week as well, the newest member of Rory McIlroy's team, but he has extensive contacts in the game of golf, having taught so many champions of every level, including major championships. We're in the middle of the majors right now. We cannot wait. Until then, be well and goodbye for now.